Glenn Campbell passing away at age 81, and we're all different ages. Uh, I'm five years older than Tony. Robbie, you're a few years older than both of us. No, and, stop it. But he, <laughs> he, he is so generous. But he affected everybody. I mean, he really touched the. He touched anybody and everybody. And we were talking earlier today about even uh, millennials uh, are loving Glenn Campbell because the song Southern Nights is in the uh, the. Um, Guardians, Guardians of the, of the Galaxy, Galaxy yeah. Part 2. I didn't see that. You saw it, so you knew that. And kids love the soundtrack. I mean, yeah, I was one kid I play guitar with who's 16, and uh, he comes and tells me, hey, do you do you know this song? He starts going, down, 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 down. that's so And I'm funny. like, oh, you're kidding me. Southern Nights? Hot dang. You know, yeah, so all you got to hear is one note, and you know the song. Yeah. You know the song. I he mean, I have to say, like, I did not grow up listening to country music. I hated it. I'll be, I totally, you know... Putting all the cards on the table. I hated it. I grew up in Cleveland. I listened to Top 40. It was like bubblegum pop. That's what I liked. You know, that's what I, I grew up listening to. But the crossover stuff, I liked it. And I knew that stuff. So I liked Rhinestone Cowboy and Southern. Like, I liked like, the stuff that crossed over. Kenny Rogers stuff that crossed over. Let Your Love did with Flow, Dolly The Parton. Bellamy Brothers. Yep, I knew that. I liked it. I remember 9 to 5 when mm-hmm. that, you know, I liked that song. The Urban Cowboy stuff. Well, that's why that know? stuff crosses over. That's yeah. why it did cross over. And that's why um, even back in through the days into the 50s, back when Patsy Cline and Jim Reeves were making music, that uh, people would say that ain't country. Right. Because it, it had more a pop appeal, which is the stuff Tony which is actually stuff liked. I liked at the time, yeah. You're right. So you're yeah. the case in point of yeah. that's why some of those songs did cross over because they had more appeal to the to the pop listener and where it, it can exist on country music. Yeah. It's okay. Right. The country has always had a, it's, it's, its own little brand of pop in there. It always has been. Yeah. Now, when it gets too extreme, when people start going, well, he ain't country, you know, I understand. Okay. I Guess think what? they've it's always said that, you yeah. know, throughout history. They said it about Glenn Campbell. Yeah. I remember back when the, when all the strings and everything on his songs and people are thinking, that that's not even country. But it's it's just it's just interesting how it does that. Because in the 70s, I've, I've been writing this book on country music. I'm still writing, still in the middle of writing it. But I've been doing research and listening to some of these, because uh, I didn't listen much to country music growing up either. I mean, yeah. There was always a handful of songs you yeah, knew. Yeah, yeah. But in the mid-70s, I really didn't listen much to country right. at all. So I'm going back and just doing research and yeah. listening to it and thinking, Wow, when Waylon and Willie showed up in the mid-70s, yeah. it really got better. Because right. there was a little time frame there. Now, people who grew up in the early 70s listening to country music are going to think, now, that were the good old days. But that's what you knew growing up. Well, right. sure, yeah. But yeah. you listen back to it and think, wow, it was still way, it, it, it really had not come far. So I understand now when Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson started doing their outlaw thing. The outlaws, yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, that was yeah. a whole new ball game. That was like when Jason Aldean showed up with right. the hard rock and right. she's country. It was the same kind of groundbreaking sound. So th- there's always been the evolution yeah. in country music. Yeah. And yeah. you guys, now, I do not remember Glenn Campbell's TV show. Oh. You guys watched oh, I, it. I, I, I dropped everything I was doing to watch that. The Glenn Campbell Good Time Hours on 68 to 72. I was seven when it came on, and I I really didn't miss it. I might have missed it when I got older or something. Come on like seven or eight at night. I think, always a night yeah, thing. it was on early enough that I could watch it. Yeah. And he had a lot of music. And he would and Glenn Campbell, we, you know, we were talking earlier that he had a lot of pull being an L.A. session guy. Everybody knew him, and when he started making his own records, everyone wanted to play for him because he was uh, one of their guys. Yeah. Uh, and when it came time to getting some big names, he could get the biggest uh, to be on his show. I mean, it was on CBS and like Tony was saying, we were there was only three networks, yeah. and so I mean, you were guaranteed twenty million people watching it. Right, there's nothing else to watch. Any show right now would kill to have twenty million people right, watching right, it. Right, right. So back then, I mean, Glenn Campbell was a big deal, a huge deal.
Yeah, you think about it. There's only three. Now there's 300, 400. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so much that we don't even need. Yeah. Well, I think we were talking about Hee Haw, too, because um, I remember. I, I'm a picking. I, I'm a grin. See, I hated it. I hated Hee Haw. Oh, I, I loved it. I set was, my watch by that one, too. Junior Samples, he's dead now, but he was goofy as hell. See, that was not. I couldn't relate to anything on it. Yeah, because you're uh, a Yankee. You know, because I was I know. What? Because you're a Yankee. It's all <laughs> yeah, southern exactly, based, exactly. right? So I didn't get it, and mm-hmm. I thought it was the stupidest thing. I'll, honestly, you know. Yep. But again, there was like nothing else to watch. That's right. You know, that was true. It was the only game in town, and it was. Yeah. And, and we related. I know we related yeah. because it, all that country humor was yeah. basically the front porch at my grandmother's house. Yeah. And my granny's house on Seaboard Avenue, we would sit there and and you hear the same jokes and the stories are very similar. So when you're watching TV, you're like, wow, it's like they stole. It's like they stole our front porch from us. And so I. Yeah. Totally understood, but I understand how Tony couldn't get it yeah, when no. you grew up in Cleveland. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I didn't get it. I didn't like it, but, you know. Buck a, Owens. Oh, I'm telling you. Mini Pearl. Mini Pearl. I remember Mini Pearl. I just, I just was like, this is so dumb. And once again, I watched it again <laughs> because it was full of music, and I've always been. I mean, literally, yeah. my they earliest memories are all music. Yeah. And they did, didn't, like, did Dolly Parton debut on the... She debuted on Porter Wagner's show. Yeah, Porter, now, Porter Wagner. Porter Wagner's show. Well, that was a separate show. Yeah, that was all. a single show that used to be, it was okay. syndicated only, and it would show up on Saturday afternoons or oh, whenever. Okay. And then Dolly, okay, I didn't miss me some Porter, especially after I saw Dolly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Music yeah. and her? Oh, yeah. Son. Yeah. <laughs> we was in Nashville one time, and there he was, old, old uh, Dolly's boyfriend, and we just said his name. Porter, what? Porter Wagner. Porter's, I'm getting that disease. Porter was right there. There in the thing, and I couldn't believe it. I walked over to him. Did yeah. you? Oh yeah, Where I know you're not this? supposed to, in the Cracker Barrel in okay. Nashville. Really? He was a, dad, a, a regular up there. They said. Wow. And yeah. what did you say? Did, did, was he dressed normally, or because Porter was no, he for wasn't wearing all the sequins. Yeah. suits. You yeah. Know? No, I just said, hey, Mister uh, Porter, Porter Wagner. Yeah. Did you shake his hand. Did you no, say- no, he had grits all over. Uh-huh. I kept going. <laughs> but you know, I was starstruck. Yeah, sure. He was a big star. And yeah. there's big stars, and TV made big stars out of a lot of country stars back yeah. then. Yeah. And it, I, I think when like shows like Porter Wagner started growing like that, I think it gave him confidence to give Glenn Campbell his own show, Johnny well, Cash his own but show. Now look how history repeats itself because. You look at Blake Shelton, who we all knew who he was, and he was a bona fide country star before The Voice. Yeah. But he went on The Voice, and that launched him into a different stratosphere. I mean, he became a country superstar because of that show. Yep. I mean, it really was. He it really, really did. Everybody knows him now, you know, and he even talked about that being stopped, you know, because people see him on TV. They didn't, people didn't know, unless you listen to country, like, Oh, I didn't know who Blake Shelton was. Nobody knew that. And we understand. We understand. Yeah, so. we're, we're we're you know we're the number one station, so we know country's popular, but it, it's nothing really. It's still just a niche, because when these guys like when Lady Annabellum crossed over, they went from selling a half a million albums to selling five million albums. Yeah. We 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 always forget. I know we know country's big, but we always forget what a small percentage of people actually listen to country music. Right. Until they cross over, just like Glenn Campbell did, like Johnny Cash did, yeah. just like all the people we've been talking about, kind of in the crossover vein Back while we're talking day, about But the... then today, now you have the similar, yeah, yep. history repeats. It, it does. does. And that's just our way of talking about Glenn Campbell. There you go.